Thank you. This uh, is my room. We weren't in my room last time. We were in. Oh, that's right. Right, right, right. Butler, PA. I, I get that's, that's what I meant. <laughs> I meant. I meant you drew it. You you made it. Yeah, I made it. There's a TikTok all about it, actually. That's true. That okay, true. listen. I don't know from technology. Okay. You didn't go on the TikTok. I see. I see that you don't care I'm about me. Clearly not a. I'm clearly not a follower. I'm amending that now. Welcome to Omni Bilateral Panic, everybody. The show where a bunch of queers sit around and talk about stuff. <laughs> you like it? You, you didn't I think about like that. It. You didn't I think about that were... before you said it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the show where the points don't, everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Cameron. Oh, yeah. I'm Tessa. I'm David. And yeah. And who are you? Everybody introduce yourselves <laughs> one at a time. Like, what's the dumbest icebreaker question you've been asked in like one of those in like one of those things? You're in a circle. Everybody's got to meet, and the and the whoever's moderating it is like, all right. So say your name, your pronouns, uh, where you're from, and a fun fact about yourself. What's like a dumb icebreaker question that you've been asked in one of those things? At Bus Buy, every single time there was a new employee, they would say, "And what cereal are you?" <laughs> Oh no. Sometimes what it would be what's your favorite cereal, but Oh no. I like we... what cereal are you? <laughs> what cereal are you? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> what about you? Let's do it. Let's do it. What cereal are oh, you? Oh, oh. Cereal am I? oh, um. <laughs> oh, um. What I'm... cereal am I is very different from what is my favorite cereal. Well, I'd like to yeah, hear both. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well Um, my favorite cereal (laughs) and this is just who i am as a person is oatmeal squares they used to be quaker oatmeal squares but now everyone makes them they're just lightly sweet and they're they're lovely the texture is fantastic go ahead Tessa. do it i think that i'm i think i might be i'm kicks and my favorite is honey bunches of oats why are you kicks? Oh, they're, you know, like lightly sweet, but like round, crunchy, fun, weird. <laughs> you know? I, I, <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm in. Thanks. Uh, I think I I I my favorite is is kicks. I think I haven't I haven't had I haven't eaten cereal. Like cereal's not been a breakfast food that I've eaten in a long time. But me neither. I mean who eats it for breakfast? I don't. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, like kicks is one of the ones that I can eat like anytime. And I used to just like put it in a bowl and then I would like eat handfuls of it, like watching mm-hmm. cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> awful. Just awful. Um, but oh, it's pretty but okay. it's pretty plain and straightforward for like that kind of plain binge yes. snack that's <laughs> plain plain god plain. damn it no <laughs> i mean like not plain like not plain like no, it's no, not no. it's not like like you're not gonna eat reese's pieces cereal like that 
No. You're going to mm-hmm. eat kicks like that. And you're just going to be like, ah, yes. handful. I think kicks are for everyone, right? I, was say, I think instead they're of even plain. like gluten-free. They're like, they're gluten-free. They're like not too sweet. Yeah. I don't even know what they are. I don't know. It's like corn. corn? Yeah, corn. <laughs> instead of, corn, of plain. Me. Yeah. Inst- yeah. Oh, corn. I'm in. Instead of plain, <laughs> you should say goes with everything. Oh, there we go. Okay. okay. All right, all right, all right. But but if I were a cereal, I think it'd be Apple Jacks. <gasps> hey. Yes. Because I love those commercials, and I think that they are they are slightly they are slightly annoying in the way that I'm slightly annoying, where everybody's <laughs> well, like, no, they don't, they, don't, they, they how do they taste true. like apple? No, no, no. It's no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because then you eat the Apple Jacks, and you're like, oh, this is this is actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it. (laughs) It's absolutely worth it. Okay, crisp. (laughs) (laughs) I am frosted shredded wheat. The minis. Because the minis. The minis. Because I am overly sweet just by nature. I am generally good for you in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> but also mm-hmm. easily forgotten. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> I, did, I don't agree with that. <laughs> you, you are good for people. You are generally sweet. Good for, you're generally, generally good for people. Generally good for people. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I you're both fantastic. <laughs> you're fantastic. <laughs> okay, both of you stop it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the dumbest uh, icebreaker questions was something like, I think it was at an old job. It's always like, if you were a thing, like, what would you be? Mm. Like, that's, it's always one of those kinds of questions. Always. (laughs) And I think it was like, if you were like an accessory, if you were a clothing item or accessory of something, (laughs) what would you be? I was like, that's... I hate this. So weird. Yeah. What I hate purse, this. sunglasses, necklace. Yeah, you I can't be any of those things. Yeah. I'm a necklace because I like hang out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's the thing. It's that there's no there's no flattering there's no flattering comparison. No. You know? no. I don't I'm want to be a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Necklaces are cool, but I don't want to be one. No, we want to wear them. I'm yeah. a leather belt because I hold things up and I'm easily undone. Right. Oh, oh that is good. That's funny. I like my purse because I can like you can put stuff inside me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. What are you apologizing for? That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I like to see you Wait, almost uh, spit out liquid. Are are we doing whose line right now? <laughs> We're just. <laughs> We've... Can I get a suggestion of an accessory that you might be? And then you just come up with lines for it. Here's the real question. Did Rich have one? I seem to recall vaguely something bizarre happening in our in our initiations, but I don't remember what it was. I I I am pretty confident that I think it was just like, what's your favorite play or musical or something like that? Oh, like in the interview with Rich or in the like? No, when we all first came together as like the class. I keep calling it class. I did that last episode. <laughs> you too. did. There's no, there's no other way to refer to it. Yeah. But, you know, our group when we were all hired together, it was, um, uh, yeah, we were all met like, I don't remember in like one of the classrooms upstairs or something like that. And mm. yeah, I think it was just what's your favorite play or musical? Oh, wow. wow. I don't think Rich had a a, a, a a crazy one. 
No, but I do remember in the interview when he asked, um, what do you think is like the number one like uh, skill you need to have to be an usher? <laughs> and what he was looking for was listening. And I kept like basically talking around listening. I was like being able to like really understand what people are saying and like respond appropriately. And he was like, uh-huh, but like, so what's the like base of that? Like he really wanted me to get the word listening out of my mouth and I just didn't do it. <laughs> but then he still hired me. What, what a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> I went on a whole diatribe about how I loved the public as an institution and think that every town in America should have one, which is something that I still believe. But he was yes. like, he was like, oh, and pretty much ended after that. Oh. <laughs> he was like, get me out of here. <laughs> he was like, you're hired, but you're too much. And I was like, yeah. I've always been slightly too much. Don't worry, Cameron. <laughs> I balanced you out because I'm pretty sure I remember it as a five minute long stretch of silence, but there was a significant <laughs> silence between me and Rich when he asked me a question. I don't even remember what the question was anymore, but my mind just went and I couldn't think of an answer. And oh. I was just, and so I was just looking at Rich. It's that, it's that Weird Al song, like, and I looked at him and he looked at me and we were just looking at each other and I just kept going, yeah yeah i think it was like a similar question tessa it was like yeah most important thing mm. yeah and i don't yeah. i don't know what happened i don't know what happened but i i i i also recall in that silence there was enough time that he like was he was sitting like this and he had like my my resume or something on the table and he like was and he just wrote so like he just started he like stopped broke eye contact with me to like look down and like started writing stuff on the resume and i was like oh this is oh, <laughs> oh boy no. that's a, oh, oh, i'm sorry yeah well <laughs> what well and he was stuck with me for six years so you know, <laughs> who, who lost who lost really <laughs> Well, nobody, because you got to be the king of the public. Yeah, and that's your true. play. I was king of. Anything the happening with your play? Uh, not at the not at the moment. It went it went really well on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, Yay. But, yeah, but uh, um, I think, I mean, I mean, you you all know this from having written and produced work yourselves. You you have to have follow through with with those things and you have to keep doing it and and because yeah. it's just you like you know it's exhausting it's exhausting it is exhausting and it's, yeah, it's exhausting and i think it's also partially like if i can find somebody who um can maintain that momentum not necessarily with me all the time because mm. i'm ready to move on like once like i've written it I'm ready to. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to start thinking about the next thing. Like, like the like the premiere was great, and seeing the show was awesome. But like, as soon as it went into my director's hands, I was like, okay, it's not, it's not mine anymore. Like, right. You know, I, I yeah. I'm ready. My brain's already like churning and moving on to the next thing. So, right. I spent like, oh golly, twenty months <laughs> working on Tentacles, yeah. and at the end of that twenty months. We, and we did um, APAPS, you know, to the Performing Arts Producing Conference. Mm -hmm. um, 
try to get it in front of producers eyeballs and the sort of general response we had from people was like oh this is great I can't put it on in the New Jersey Center for the Arts though (laughs) (laughs) we can't do that someone will be dead from a heart attack so <laughs> you do real you do realize that outside of New York, people are families, right? They, they, theater theater is a family event. Pretty much, pretty much. That's like the response we got. So, um, so yeah. Then and people would be like, "So what's next?" When this, and I was like, "I need to take a nap, a long, yeah. couple years long nap." Right, right. <laughs> I hear you. Everything else that I've written, I hundred percent feel that way. But unfortunately, with retail the, song cycle, with the retail song cycle, because retail it's autobiographical, so good. It's so because good. it's autobiographical. I keep getting pulled back in. It's <laughs> so good. Ah, oh, it's so good. You're sweet. But that's your. But that's your. Uh, it's it's a not pet project, but like that's your baby. I feel like that's such a precious, you know, um, yeah, unique thing. It's like you said, like it's autobiographical. And, and I think, and those are, and those are real people in it that like sure some, of, some of whom you, you know, you can tell from the, from the show that it's like, these are people that I cared about and, you know, uh, that deserves a, a, a di- I think a different level of respect altogether, like a different level of, uh, dedication. I think your mind is always going to be, uh, well, thanks pal. Torn to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It was really stupid of me to make my first musical, full-length musical that one. It's really yeah. stupid. If um, only we could have put some just light-hearted crap out there yeah. to get us on the, you know, on the way yeah. to success and fame, and then we could do our masterpieces. I guess, I now, guess the, the three hell, of us Cameron? should do a bi-plus jukebox musical. Oh my gosh, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. (laughs) Speaking of which, speaking of which, I don't know if you all are watching Loki or have any interest, but... Oh, uh, you know it, you know it. But the fact that he and she and they are now canonically bi... I know, I love, I love. Big deal, big deal. Very good for all of us. Very good. I went... (laughs) <laughs> is this really I happening think, <laughs> i think i just had assumed all along that that was the case so i was like uh-huh. i mean and somebody else was like he is how about that i was like what what <laughs> but it's especially good. It's but it is especially significant coming from the company that has so long 100 essentially queer baited the community several yeah. times yep. you know yeah. like how many times over the years have we heard like disney's first gay character marvel's first gay character <laughs> star wars's first, first gay, gay character. Like, <laughs> yeah 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 they're all in the background they might as well have been in <laughs> cut out scenes yeah uh, that's a good it's, point it's almost and it, and and some of them some of their queer characters are it might as well be those history books that are like Oh, and that's her roommate. <laughs> you know? They were such yeah, good friends. Yeah. They were really good friends. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because in the the like f- the Star Wars first openly gay couple, like we never saw them kiss. No, nope. they kiss in we... the background behind oh, a celebration of other things happening. Jeez, you're watching bro. the main characters, so the only way that you could you would catch it is if you you're thought. Like, 
if, if is if you kind of thought Rise of Skywalker sucked <laughs> and you weren't paying attention <laughs> to the main thing anyway. Well, which, they, uh, which I mean, is what I was doing. <laughs> so I saw. <laughs> I saw, but uh, but it's so dumb. It's so dumb. You have you have Finn and Poe. Yes, right there. Finn and yes. Poe are right there. Make and them so a gay. couple. Make Ugh. I would have paid such a large amount of money. Make them to a couple, them and I just uh, and I don't even need it to be like it doesn't need to be like a big like they even did the the gay couple kiss is like the celebration like wow we won we beat the emperor blah 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 all i needed was like top of the cold open yes poe po yep. comes back from something and, and it's like just, hi mwah. and they just go mwah, okay i'll see you later yeah and then like poe gets pulled off into like a celebration like ah bros and and poe's like okay bye you know and finn yep. just oh that's, all right that's all we needed that's, that's all, all we needed that's all Ugh. It's, an, it's annoying. It is um, annoying. So yeah. So, but kudos to Loki for making it, making it canonical. Okay. Question yeah. though. Yeah. Question. Oh. Okay. Two questions <laughs> about Loki. <laughs> so, my roommate was asking me, is it is it weird that Loki and himself <laughs> from a, a variant of him? like kiss and then follow-up question what if right so we know loki's by what if the variant wasn't the lady variant and was a, a man loki variant that and then could we have seen would that have ended in a kiss or do you think marvel would have pussied out <laughs> they would have pussied I, out yeah i think i think they did that to make it acceptable wow Yep. F you Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they had to because there's still there's too they rely on too much money to mm. uh, from from people that would be opposed to that to <sighs> alienate them. Oh I'm sure mm. it's already a, a huge thing down yeah. south. And oh, in I'm small sure. communities like where I'm from. Um but in regard to your first question, I <laughs> Did anyone ever see, I mean, this is completely random, but it always just makes me think of this. The the Harry Carey's Will Ferrell sketches on <laughs> SNL. If you were a hot dog, where'd you eat yourself? <laughs> but like someone, yes. someone put it to me when I was very young. If you met a clone, would you fuck yourself? And so, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about forever and I still don't have an answer to. <laughs> but like, if you were a clone, would you fuck yourself? I mean, I think Loki would. For sure. I, I, think I don't Loki think that's weird would. at all. I don't know if I would. Maybe. I don't think I would. Maybe. I, guess I think I know too much about myself. Like, I need some mis mystery about that <laughs> person I'm going to bang. Yeah, you know, but I'm then you like, know. I know you too much. You know everything that you like. Yeah, it's really not myself. Everything. <laughs> I would. I think I would. And I think I would take that as a challenge. <laughs> I would well, be like, well, I would well. be like, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and be unpredictable to myself. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna try and surprise me. Yeah, I'm gonna try and surprise me. That's that's fun. At the end of the day, it's basically just cosmic masturbation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> I can't. I tried to picture it, and I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> the other part of it is that Loki's a shapeshifter. So Loki's alternate universe form, female form, 
is a form that I I would think that Loki finds attractive in his mind, right? Right. I guess. I don't know. But that's how I would think if I was a shapeshifter. Um, mm-hmm. He's also mm-hmm. a narcissist. And he's also a exactly. narcissist. Exactly. So I think, uh, yeah, it doesn't take a lot to get me to Loki his first kiss or like the like that kiss being with himself Mm -hmm. and i don't think it would take me that much to get myself there either (laughs) (laughs) i guess it would depend on what age me i'm meeting oh sure oh Oh, that's oh that's that's a whole other box of worms because like 18 year old me was young and naive and kind of pretty but also just awkward as hell (laughs) right Oh, Jiminy. Oh, Jiminy. 25-year-old me was also awkward as hell. (laughs) Oh, you know what? This conversation has revealed. I have a lot more work to do on liking myself. (laughs) I have a lot of homework. You're just thinking of all the I gotta go journal. I'm like, not not (laughs) that age, not that age. I'm swiping. What's the way? I'm swiping the wrong way on all of me. You're swiping, swiping left. Swiping I'm swiping left, left on my all, entire. All your life. ages are. All your ages are like, oh, that all of them hated myself. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's so funny. This is my brain is like about to implode because I'm like, I'm like, oh me when I like when I think of when I was hot to myself. Uh huh. I would be I'd like if me now came up and was like, hey, I'd be like, get the fuck. <laughs> Is that crazy? Am I crazy? No, I th- no. I I I think I'm on along the same lines, and I don't think that's I don't think it's like a a like a hatred, self hatred, or anything like that. I don't think okay. it's no. I don't it's think just it's a, necessarily okay. a negative thing. I think it's, it's a unique way of thinking. Indeed, yeah. indeed, it is. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, you're never going to be confronted with this situation. Thank goodness, but... thank goodness. Let me let this thank go. God. I'm letting this go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I'm not put, investing another moment in this. I'm brushing this off of me. <laughs> but I would be. But I would be the same because I think, like, in my mind, my like peak attractiveness, but thus far in my life, it would That's be fine. before I moved to New York. So, oh wow, like in my That's... early twenties. Freak out of here! You've been nothing but handsome this whole time. Oh, you shut the front door. <laughs> um, but I, Second. but I will, I will take the compliment. But uh, uh, that, but again, it's just how you know my perception of, of myself. I, I, I think on on the scale of what I've looked like throughout my life, I think that was my peak attractiveness uh, that I would be most attracted to, and I would be the same if me now came up to me. I would be like, hmm, well. First of all, I'd scream because I'd be like, what, what is that? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then second, it would be like, it would be like, uh, but I think the other thing too is I, I don't think I'd have the same like s- sexual adventurousness to do that. I, I gained mm. that. I gained that in my thirties. <laughs> nice. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I moved to New York in the midst of a long dry spell <laughs> and, it, and the dry spell continued and I was just very like oh, no thanks no thanks uh-huh. <laughs> for a long time yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah I was newly married so I was getting lucky quite often oh Hey-o. you rascal hey um, 
I guess I'm fortunate in that this <laughs> right now is the most attractive that I have ever felt and believed hey. that I am. So like if me today came up, I'd be like, what the hell? Why not? Let's take this for a spin. <laughs> but, try it. Let's try it. And hopefully, it. hopefully the younger me should be like, okay, all yeah. right. There's, there's a future here. We have yeah. something to live for. Right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what a weird younger, conversation that weird. I adore. I know. I, know. This I is what love it. <laughs> this is what happens when this is what happens when you when you let me open the conversation. No, this is phenomenal. This is everything <laughs> um, that I want this podcast to be. <clears throat> on the other I'm gonna cut that side. out because I'm not the oh, boss. Okay. Um, on the flip side, David's of, the boss. He's gonna fire us. <laughs> Who's the boss? Tess is the, the boss. <laughs> Slightly, maybe, or maybe it's not uh, opposite. But I, I was also gonna say to like, to like make it, to like, and kind of close this on a like a little bit more positive note. I, my younger selves would be very, would would find my my current self pretty cool. Um, yeah, attractiveness is a whole different thing. But I guess that's also like I'm not necessarily attracted to myself, so that's a whole other thing. But mentally mentally and like personality wise i I would if i met if if my 18 year old self or my 16 year old self or even my 25 year old self met me now they would be like oh shit okay we turned out all right yep yeah yeah first of all you're alive that's great (laughs) (laughs) right second of all yeah (laughs) second of all okay all right yeah good call yeah does anyone else have any other interesting queer news, queer tidbits? Oh, look, I'm not, I'm not going to talk, talk about <laughs> politics because everything's awful. Oh yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah. Keep it, keep it light. Keep it light. Here's yep. some puns to pass the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other queer news, I found out a friend and I were talking about this podcast and also we were talking about being by, and she was like, Oh, I'm I'm not out, but I'm my settings on my dating apps are men, women, and all people, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well then you know, aren't you bi? <laughs> like, aren't you you know? And and her point was like, until she's like literally dating a woman, she does not feel like she needs to have those conversations. And I was like, um, oh dang, am I a hypocrite? Because she didn't directly oh, say you're a hypocrite. <laughs> but there was like that light you know when she was talking about how it was for her there was the light like you know well you know i you know until i'm with a woman uh uh in some sort of like relationship then there's no need for me to publicize the fact that i'm interested that that i'm attracted to women and i was like well dang (laughs) here i am i'm publicizing away (laughs) i I think that's a yeah i think that's a I think that's a personal preference, though. I think that's a, okay. per- that's a choice. I, it definitely is. Yeah. I it's, Maybe it's not black and white in the world. <laughs> no, it, of course not. It's definitely not. I mean, if we're being honest, I am I am out and proud, but like I'm not broadcasting, mostly because mm. it's not safe for me here to broadcast. <sighs> right, right. But like also it was really important for me and for my mental health to be out and to tell the people that I care about that this is who I am. Yeah. And it made yeah. a huge difference as far as just 
everything in my life. So I hope that that friend comes to a place where she can, if she needs to. Yeah. I think the thing is she would, she's not, you know, she lives in New York city. She's not going to be like facing any, uh, uh, from within New York city. I don't know the sitch with the fam, but, um, yeah, she's not gonna be facing any like <gasps> right. shock or uh, pushback. So, yeah. And I think, but I think that's a, cause I, I have, I have friends who still have some of those, um, I don't know what to call them, but I guess hangups about, you know, <laughs> I just had, I just did, I just went through it with my mom actually, when my, I came out to my parents my parents oh, are very supportive. They, they, you know, they're great, great stuff. Thankfully, like I'm very fortunate for that, right? Ditto, <clears throat> ditto, ditto. But, but my mom was like, <laughs> when well, first I had to explain what a bisexual was, and then my mom, <laughs> and then my mom had to be like, wait, but you, does that does that mean? I mean, did you not love your girlfriends? <laughs> and I was like. No, Aww. no, 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 no. Doesn't first of all, it doesn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> nope. You know, but it, 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 yeah. But people have like certain just hangups about like what those, what those um, personalities or orientations mean, and it takes them a bit to wrap their head around it. It does. You know? It does. I because sorry. for you, Cameron. Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, well, for people who are in long-term partnerships as well, like for her, it's like, well, till I'm, you know, seeing somebody who's <laughs> not, uh, who's of the same gender as me. <laughs> but for people who are in long-term partnerships, I feel like those people should feel very free to come out, even if they decide they want to stay in a committed, you know, and or monogamous long-term relationship, right? Yeah, I mean, I honestly thought I talked a lot in therapy about this very thing because I was like, I because I am who I am, I balanced every possible outcome and thought of every possible horrible thing that could happen. And I spent a lot of time thinking about how, especially in this community, it would damage my wife's and my relationship in people's eyes because they would think it was somehow fraudulent, even though it's a hundred percent valid, even though it is, she is the person I love most in this world. It's, you know, they're like, Oh, well, eventually, you know, because of all of the negative by stereotypes, eventually you're going to cheat. Eventually you're going to grow tired of her. Eventually you're going to do something terrible because this is who you are. And I, it's we and it's weird to have those those prejudices. It's like that doesn't change anything about like bi- my bisexuality does not change my feelings of monogamy no. or my feelings of my love for this person that I've chosen to spend my life with, you know? It just means it just means I have this other thing. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. It, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I mean that's that's exactly what it was. And in the end I decided to come out not only for my own benefit and my own well-being, but because there's not a lot of representation for people in my circumstances. You know, there's 
there's not a lot of people who it's really easy to hide when you're mm-hmm. in my circumstances. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want to hide. I want to be a beacon of hope for people. And I was very fortunate that like, I have so many little baby queers as students and like <laughs> se- I have several pans and several buys and like two of my bi students are dating each other and have been for a long time. And they both, they both identify as, as bi and they both are mask presenting and femme presenting. And so like, it's, it looks like a fairly heteronormative situation, Mm -hmm. but like they both came out at the same time, like as a couple. And it was, it was really great to watch. And so I just, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. And so it's like, and one of my pan students is also in a quote unquote heteronormative relationship, but like loves this person more than I have ever seen, you know, and it makes her so happy. So it's like, I think it's really important to just be out and be yourself. And at least it was for me. And so, you know, that's super sweet. I'm super glad that everybody's found love. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a Yenta. I'm a matchmaker. Just you wait. I will find someone. Don't tempt um, me. My I have six most... marriages under my belt. Whoa! What? I do. Ay ay ay. Um, my most friend friends. I have a confession that I just realized. Yes. Uh-oh. When I got a text from somebody that I double booked myself, and oh, no. I'm supposed to be at a girl tales meeting. Oh my goodness. Oh, no. Um, go to your girl tales. <sighs> Do you hate me the most if I dash yes. away? Mm-hmm. I could come back right at nine because we usually wrap things up by nine. Or I'm still, I mean, I'm still free. I don't know about you, Cam, but I'm still free too. Yeah, go yeah. without me. Go on without me. Oh, wait, I mean, you mean come back at nine? Yeah, we yeah. can come back. Oh, do you hate me the most? Okay. No, no. Coming back at nine is okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, That's the most absolutely best fine. bosses ever. <laughs> Cameron, this is gonna mess up the recording. I'm sorry. No, it won't. No, it's we're gonna go to fine. a we're gonna go to a commercial, commercial right now. We're gonna go to a commercial. We'll come back. Uh, we'll see everybody after the break. We'll see everyone after the break because we're sponsored yeah. now. Yeah, we're sponsored. <laughs> Episode two. Woo! Sponsored by. Uh, we're sponsored by Adam and Steve, <laughs> a queer dating site. <laughs> oh. We were talking about, um, like, when I was battling with coming out, we, one of the things that I talked with my therapist a lot about is, am I giving, am I, you know, bringing harm to the community because I feel like I have more power as a straight ally than I do as an out person. Wow. And I just, I, I battled with it a lot because I just, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know. I, I felt like I was making more of a difference as a person who defies gender norms and is quote unquote straight facing. And, <sighs> and I just, I wasn't I absolutely you know, see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I ended up of course deciding against it, <laughs> deciding against staying in the closet for the yeah. betterment of the community, because it, in the end, the representation means more to me. And you know, I just, I yeah. wish something like this had been around when, when we were young, might've we been helpful. <laughs> but yeah, did you feel similarly, David? I did. I was, t- I was saying, uh, 
off camera. <laughs> um, I was saying that off mic, off mic, um, off the record. No, not off the record. This is a podcast. Um, <laughs> I was saying that, uh, yeah, I've known, I, I knew for a lot longer that I was not straight, but I also had to recognize that there was an incredible amount of privilege that I was giving up to, to be able to argue with assholes <laughs> who say shit um, uh, or, you know, just anything, just, just, you know, I would get questions of like, why are you advocating for a community that you are not a part of? Like, it doesn't affect you. And it's like mm. that, if, if it doesn't affect me, that is why you should be doing it. Like that's, it's that, right. it's that, it's that onion article, right? I can't mm-hmm. tell you that you need to be a good person. And uh, and that's part of like being a person is like you live in this world and as much as it's like um, you know take care of yourself do things you know that like like be like better yourself and 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 work hard for you know yourself first you are part of a community and you affect other people so it's you, you can't completely live in this bubble of well if that if that doesn't affect me I'm not gay I'm not queer and so it's not, it's not my business. And it's like, no, it's absolutely your business. If yeah. people are, it's people are suffering. If people suffer, you're, you are responsible for uh, your inaction. Like if you don't do yes. something, then you're, then you're, <laughs> you're, you're helping to, um, to perpetuate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, same Cameron, I, I was like, I, I think I'm more effective of like calling people out on shit if I am straight and people see me as the straight, you know, kind of weird theater guy, you know, mm. with the girlfriend, but he has nail polish, but, uh, you know, he's long hair, <laughs> but you know, whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of those things. Well, and yeah, I was actively dismembering the patriarchy as a straight presenting person. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I just, I worried that like my messages would not be as effective you can be a dude who sews and it has nothing to do with anything. Right. 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 But now it's like, right, oh, is it like, oh, he's gay. So of course he, of course he does things that are not normal. Right. Cause where, cause of course <laughs> stereotyping exists, I think much more for men who are gay and bi 100%. than for women. So for me, there wasn't that, there wasn't a lot of loss of privilege because I already don't, I already don't have the privilege that like a straight man does. You already have, no, a hundred percent. That's a whole, that's its own thing. That's its own set of problems. Uh Right. Right. No. Yeah. And I'm sure like, I think if I was moving in certain spaces, I think if I was moving in different spaces and had a different family and, you know, it's still, it's coming out as bi as a woman is still a risk for some women. Mm -hmm. Um, And coming out as gay is still a big risk for some women. But for me, it was like, yeah, no, I'm not not giving nothing up. (laughs) I give up nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, I guess that in some way, like, depending on what you're focusing on, that is a, like, that's a very fortunate, that's a privilege in its own right. Or, or and also it can be like 
a, a scathing indictment of of patriarchy <laughs> that it's like women didn't have the woman did not have to it was already at a, a zero sum so what's one more thing <laughs> what is one more I, thing i think it's it's much more that i'm just bit in a very lucky and like privileged position for sure than that um than that I had some zero. But it is funny because, you know, I think in feminist circles, this is sort of spoken about, like the further away you get from a societal feminine ideal, Mm -hmm. the easier it is to get even further. Like (laughs) I, I, my body shape has been changing. And then I was like, well, let's see what happens when I grow out my armpit hairs. And, you know, like there wasn't a big risk because I already don't, look like a lot Instagram waxed lady. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um, you know, Nor for me to like you. grow my armpit hairs <laughs> wasn't a big risk, but I still right. feel weird things about it. I think there's still like stuff inside you that you feel weird about, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, breaking down these societal things that we've been conditioned to think our entire lives are really hard. Mm. it's really hard. And I think there's more, I think there's, I think there's a lot, there's a butt ton of conditioning for male presenting and femme presenting, mass presenting and femme presenting people. But I think because of the big like wave that we're in of feminism currently, there's a lot more support for women in breaking away from those societal standards mm-hmm. than there is for men. Yeah. I feel well, bad for y'all. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's no, about but, running out of fucks yeah. to give, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I see it as I, I don't, I don't feel as bad for us. I feel like I don't okay. either. <laughs> and, and, and part of it, part of it is an acknowledgement of, my own privilege as like a man there is like there i'm i'm entitled society society believes me entitled to certain things that like Mm. i have to remember i do not i you know i'm i'm actually not entitled to it's it's you know you need to be a person and like respect and give space and all these things Mm. but i think i've always I, i i think i've seen the 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 constraining societal standards for women be be monetized and have Ooh. and have men benefit from like women feeling inadequate yeah you know? like ma- like makeup makeup clothes like all of these things are m- majority owned by men <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know that the, and and they prey on uh, women feeling inadequate and wanting to present in the most feminine, beautiful way possible. Femininity is 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 beauty only in so much as we want you to pay for it. You yep. don't right, have it on your right. own. You don't have it right. on your own. You have it when you buy our products. Mm. And I don't I don't have that presented to me as a man. Like, no, like never. I have I have societal mm. expectations on me of like you need to man up you know you need to right. show emotions and all these things but i've never had it like if you buy this you know then you will feel you will feel more of a man it's like no i i get those because mm. they're just given to me because i'm entitled to them as a man 
<laughs> I mean, there is there are some products that they're starting Axe to market body now. Spray? <laughs> Axe body spray, and there has been Only luckily in enough. High school. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I, I rocked it, I think, even to early college. I absolutely did, too, in the early 2000s. I smelled of Axe body spray. I, I smelled of Axe essence, which is actually still a pretty oh. good smell. It's not oh, terrible. It's okay. I, I do know the one you're talking about. I think I used essence, too. Of course you did. Mm. <laughs> it's because we're queer. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, because it's yeah, not the gross I, smell. I wonder if the role, like the the way women are rolled up in and tied up in the capitalist system Mm -hmm. is different in that like uh uh women women's images images of women and also products for women yeah are based around like the feminine ideal right I think it is for men in a small way too, but I feel like, you know, people aren't out there being like, look at this, <laughs> the way they are when they're like, you know, talking about ads for women. Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. I uh, <laughs> I have started in, when I'm teaching stage makeup to little kids and middle schoolers that I start by, cause you, there's always, you know, some kids in there who have grown up in a toxically masculine environment. And I'm like, mm. every single person that you see on television including all of your favorite sports stars are made up to the nines yeah so true because it it is true and like Mm -hmm. it (laughs) there's just this weird disconnect that we have because you know right yeah yeah you show you have to show them that one video of that news anchor who like very hurriedly puts on makeup on himself have you seen this no (laughs) no he's like he's he's such a it's like a local news anchor and he's 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 like set up his phone and he's like all right everybody wanted a makeup tutorial so here we go uh, i don't really know what any of this stuff is but uh you know i i, I use it and the makeup person has never told me i'm wrong so here we go <laughs> He's like, you start with concealer and he like does the whole thing, but it's like at like, at like a, at what I would call a man's pace of like makeup. It's like, ah, here we go. Here we go. Put on some concealer. Ah, yes. There we go. Just, you know, just cover everything. And then, and then the, and then the base. Yeah. Just put the base and a little bit of, a little bit of this. I don't know what this is, but it brings out my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then like he's like talking to like his coworkers, like you can't see them but he's like carol carol i'm doing one of those makeup tutorial fits <laughs> and then he's uh, and then he just finishes and he's like all right news time and then like the news starts and he looks great but wow it's so funny and it's I, I think it's so I think funny that's an important i think that's an important formative video it is i uh this is a related topic but similar when my wife because she is so wonderful when i first came out to her she was like are your pronouns changing Mm -hmm. and i thought that was such a wonderful thing to ask i think didn't i tell you that my about my sister would saying uh basically yeah basically thinking the same thinking that i was coming out as non-binary when i came out as pan (laughs) (laughs) no my wife just wanted to double check and make sure that all the bases were covered because she's wonderful but uh that is great i told her and i like to go on record with this that my issues with gender are political and not internal and i'm very privileged to feel that way Mm. thank goodness but like ditto i you know i think dudes should be able to wear whatever they want and Mm -hmm. 
wear makeup and paint their nails and do whatever like but that's that is issues with the patriarchy that is not because I feel like I need to to express who I am inside and that is an incredibly privileged Mm. position to come from but at least at least I know that about myself at least that is something that is clear right well I mean yeah because I can I feel just as comfortable sort of when I had when I had super short hair and you know, growing up, I'm gonna say it again. I grow my armpit hairs. <laughs> Ew, gross. No. <laughs> like, I I feel just as comfortable like that as I do like wearing a dress, having long hair, and that's a position of privilege too. That like I I never, no one ever questioned my femininity when I changed how I looked. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I think it's important though, like A, it's important to recognize privilege as uh, as someone who uh, also has to uh, be embroiled in, in conversations about people of color um, and, pol- and that whole political sphere. It's like, uh, and, and social sphere. It's, it's, it's important to acknowledge privilege, but it doesn't, it doesn't lessen the impact. And I think it's, it's just as important for uh, people who are like looking for role models or looking for these beacons to also see that there are there are queer people that they can look up to that didn't have to get there necessarily through trauma like you the the the, yeah. the, queer, the queer narrative does not have to be littered by <laughs> by trauma and and heartbreak and all the terrible things that is certainly something that is done and needs to be you know talked about but part of but part of helping alleviate that is like having more of these narratives that are like yes i come from incredible privilege i was supported when i came out um you know i had a partner who 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 loves me i had i had siblings and and family who was very supportive that's awesome and that's great and you can do that um without any sort of like without any gender dysphoria any trauma Mm. anything like that and I think that's such a relief for for young people to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very it's, good point. Yeah, it's the same same thing when like when it's a person it's a for person of color. I mean, at least in my experience, it's like, yeah, it's it's great to see all of these stories about like um, um, like our our adversity and our challenges as as people of color but it's also great if like can you just do like uh like crazy rich asians like just a like a fun love story like a rom-com yeah that's yeah. also just as important mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm hearing it's... more and more the phrase um uh just happens to be right mm-hmm. so universal stories in which the characters are people of color or the characters are queer, you know, but they're, the stories are universal. Yeah. I think it's so important. It is. It's contributing to the normalcy (laughs) and getting away from the white heteronormative narrative. I think of those little queer kids you're teaching, Cameron. (laughs) Yeah. I was saying earlier, like I, like they, like they can have that, especially in like maybe a, a, a community that does that not in, does not immediately embrace them all all the time you know? yeah 
because they're just as numerous as like New York, which mm-hmm. is like a little bit more open and a little bit more right. embracing. Right. But the alphabet mafia is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my students actually they identify as non-binary and as pan as well, but are not out because their family isn't, is awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's tough. When they asked me, they're like, they literally said, are you a member of the alphabet mafia? <laughs> <laughs> and I was I like, like that. yes, yes, <laughs> I am. I like that. Um, uh, I think that's the best, I think that's the best way to refer to them. <laughs> I think so too. The alphabet mafia. <laughs> alphabet mafia all around. <laughs> and speaking of terrible voices, boy, do Uh-oh. I have some updates in antiquated popular culture hour. <laughs> oh, great. Weird Y'all. that there's updates. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have to do a correction because last episode we were talking about um what's my line? And we were talking oh. about Dorothy Kilgallen, and I reductively called her a gossip columnist. Oh, and yeah. she was. I mean, her her voices of Broadway column <laughs> was known throughout the world as like the pinnacle of gossip for right. the New York theater and movie scene. It was right. just, yeah. it was what everyone read across the entire country, but it discounted so much of who she was and what she did. So I yeah. would oh. like to talk a little bit more about who she was. She she graduated from college at the age of 18 and got a job immediately and like was known college. throughout the country as one of the greatest journalists of our time. And like she, what? she died tragically and mysteriously. And- Oh, that's- Oh no. Because of the, because of- Yes. Kennedy, she, right? Yeah, that's <gasps> just it. Is she was found dead in her apartment of a supposed alcohol and barbiturate overdose. But like just it was like all it was super Maryland? suspicious. So much so that they are op- reopening her case file this year and looking yeah. back into Ooh. it. Oh my god, I have chills. So Holy she shit. she covered the Sam Shepard murder trial like <gasps> in depth. Oh my goodness. And fought vehemently against the guilty verdicts because she poked holes in the defense, which is (gasps) fascinating. But she was covering the Kennedy assassination and had interviewed Jack Ruby and had put out his testimony in the papers before she was allowed to so that people could actually read because she was poking holes in it. And like the day before she died, she supposedly said, I'm going to blow this story wide open. And then oh, was found and then dead. she died. Oh my gosh, that is insane. But yeah, there's. I watched a couple of really interesting documentaries about her life and about books that have been written about her. And I just, I, I was so fascinated. And oh you my know, gosh, that's going to give me such a tinge of like sadness now when I go fi- watch more of. <laughs> well, I mean, line. the thing is, is, don't be sad. She had 16 years and she was beloved. And actually, you yeah. can find the episode where her colleagues continued on the first Sunday after she had passed and they were all incredibly respectful, but they'd like, she would want us to continue. So we're going to. And like, it was surprisingly touching for, for For the fifties, old old TV, old, old TV. It was very genuine and you wouldn't expect it to be, but she, yeah, no, she was a remarkable person. And I would highly recommend the documentaries. Uh, One is with the reporter who wrote, 
actually he's an ex-lawyer, but the author who wrote Reporter Who Knew Too Much. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And yeah, it is because of that book, which was just recently published that they're reopening. Reopening the case? Yeah. Nice. Wow. So my apologies to Dorothy Kilgallen and her estate. <laughs> I did not mean to be reductive. That was not fair of me. My oh apologies. My. But like- I wanted on record that I referred to her as a journalist first. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. And I- I dismissed and that was awful. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. I went on record that I just did not know who she was at all. I feel bad. I mean, don't feel bad. Super cool. Super fascinating. We don't get that. We just, this is the stuff we want to hear in school. We want to hear like spooky stuff. Yeah, Yeah. we do. I want to hear about about actual cool people from history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like, I was thinking about it's surprise. It was surprisingly like, heartfelt and vulnerable in those days it's like a little odd when you think about it on tv but it's like they didn't have there was no such thing as like a tv persona like everybody was just who they were Mm -hmm. you know i just think that's interesting because it's like watching it now with the lens of like i'm watching it like so many years in the future those are these weird uh, eccentric personalities of like you know Dorothy Kilgallen, yeah. Bennett Surf, like all these people, but like that's just who they were. There wasn't yep. a TV persona. The TVs yeah. just got invented one day, and they were airing, and people had to be on TV all of a sudden. <laughs> right, right. That's there a good. That's there a wasn't very like good a point. Kardashian or whatever, you know. There was like, right. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I only know how to be myself. Uh. Uh. uh so I'm gonna be the same person that I was. Uh, before the cameras turned on. Yes. And they were, the majority of them were like really progressive and delightful. And the way that you find that they weave humor in so that like people of the day understand, but like are still trying to push their ideals. I find it endlessly fascinating. I guess that'll be my second doctorate. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the noise of seltzer in the background. How dare you? I'm sorry for the noise of whiskey in the background. <laughs> That's how it sounds. <laughs> Ooh, don't don't drink don't drink whiskey like that. <laughs> I, I I didn't. Don't you worry. Oh. All right. This is a lovely Irish whiskey, so I would. Oh. It is being savored. Mm. Irish. Hi, Irish. <laughs> it's interesting. Cause <laughs> I'm still thinking about Dorothy and and Co. And like yeah. this idea of like personas and identity and how do you feel like it's with the advent of TV and like social media and that we have so many different identities? Cause I feel like there's a lot of like, I'm this way when I'm with these people, I'm this way when I'm with these people. And I felt, I always felt like, Oh, that's how it always is and always has been. But I wonder if, but there are some folks, well, there are some folks now who are like one way all the time. I usually don't like to hang out with them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if it is because we are existing in so many different spaces than we once did as people, I, as humans. I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think it arose because of opportunity. Yeah. I think maybe, it, maybe it was like, because we had less before. You know, Mm -hmm. I had like, when I was a kid, it was like school and home, you know, like, yeah. but then as you get older and like technology has progressed, it's like, I can be, I remember like, I, I, I'm very different 
uh remember when we all had aim like aol um, oh yeah I was, I'm, I'm i'm i find myself funnier like writing than i mm. than i was sometimes in person so it was like i'm better at that that's a whole other persona that's it's not it's not totally me but it is like an aspect of me yeah like i think those because because there was a, di- a diversification of it like there there was more room to allow those personas to uh, become something yeah that's fascinating fascinating and, so, I, <laughs> and some of them are like some of them are not as different like yeah like some people are some people can be very comfortable on stage you know as themselves and then they are kind of that same person off stage but it's right. like i know i know that when i do improv and i don't know like if if it, tessa like you feel this way if you've done like when you do improv it's like I have a very different persona when I'm on stage uh, and I, and I have to greet an audience. I have to host a show. Um, mm. And I feel like that. I don't, I don't feel like I'm being inauthentic. Right? right. But I, but it is not how I necessarily would like go up to a group of people at a party, you know, and, and say, hi, that's a very yeah. different me. Um, uh, I'm thinking of hosting specifically cause I've, mm-hmm. I've been hosting a character show Um pretty much only since the pandemic <laughs> we had our first the show was handed over to uh me and my friend and uh-huh. we did like one show and then it was like pandemic <laughs> so we did some online but yeah i tend to funnily enough i tend to think of myself as like more me <laughs> most me when i'm in when i'm doing that and yeah. like i have a harder time i feel like in smaller groups being myself mm-hmm. Be, but th- sure. I feel like myself is like that bigger version and that like, I have to kind of like cool it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't succeed. I feel like when we worked at the public, people were like, this lady's too much. <laughs> hey, the theater is only for people who are slightly too much. Yeah, we were, ta- we were talking about that before you came back. We were. came back, Tessa. But like, yeah. I, won't, I won't mention any names now, but... I feel like that very like that sentiment very appropriately describes pretty much everybody that we worked with. You know what? Very good in call. different ways. Very good call in yeah, di- in, in very, very different, different ways. ways. But and all of us were slightly too much. much. Yeah, in a, in and not in negative ways. I don't. No, I, I don't yeah. mean it as like I didn't like being with this person or whatever. But it's right, like, right. There were very there was this going into it knowing like this is going to be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. just know just know that you will have to match this energy and invest this amount yes. of emotion and you're fine you you know yes you, but you do have to there is i think a lot of like sort of dancing it through yeah. uh, uh expressiveness required from when you're hanging out with certain of the many wonderful folks we really should yeah. make a situational comedy basically. we should oh i have a question have and a comment great writers regarding <laughs> We'll call it. So we'll do call I. It, we'll call it public Rex. <laughs> public twerks. Um, <laughs> I will not call it public twerks. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. Um, two questions regarding that. Well, a question and a comment. I um. Do you recall about what age you started to feel disenfranchised with? a single version of yourself because I, it was right when puberty hit that I started to notice that I was becoming a different person around different groups of people. Before that, 
I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I wasn't conscious of it. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I remember, well, I think, because, I think that it must have been around ninth or 10th grade for me as well. Cause I started to take action. I started to change my personality consciously to, um, I think be more pleasing <laughs> to be more what I thought I had the potential to be. <laughs> oh, I like that. Ooh, no. that's good. That's, that's, good. that's lovely. Yeah. But I was, th- but I would that's go home and then writing. I would, <laughs> then I would go home and like scribble evil drawings in my notebooks, you know, like just drawing, like just satanic shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I wrote I remember going home and and writing what I thought was very deep like poetry oh yeah oh god poetry and then the poetry's the poet the poems turned into plays and uh, we need to read all of them right now well this is okay well this is the thing so this is or was I telling you that no no so my roommate and I trying to get this show we did we did two two uh showings of it where basically like you take a playwright or like somebody we know it was initially people we know and the first two episodes where we we did our plays but it's like we're going to do a stage like a quick staged reading of our the very first I, thing we ever wrote yes i remember that i remember <laughs> yes and, and listen like i didn't do anything i i was i i i didn't read it and i didn't have any input on rehearsal so they had like one rehearsal where they read through the script and like got some notes from a director friend and then they went up and performed it and i listen i heard it for the first time with the audience oh my um, god and and there's so a, oh there's a part of me that's like like was like cringing and like dying inside it was like it was like sitting on it was like sitting on my own roast like like <laughs> like having to sit and listen to like oh my god um and and the thing that I told my roommate afterwards was like, it's what's so funny is that I remember sitting in my room at like 14, 15 years old, midnight, sleepless, <laughs> like scr- like scratching this poetry yeah. and like this play in- onto my desk and being like, this, it, like, this is my, my treatise on love and meaning and like, what are we in the universe? And like all these things. And then listening to the play, it's like, that's, it's nothing. It's <laughs> absolute bullshit. He had nothing to say. He had nothing to say. 16, 15 year old me had like, at, like, he would be like, you know what love is? And then like nothing follows. There's like, no, <laughs> there's no insight. Oh, it was so jarring. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. But I think it was around that time too. I think it was like a, like a teenager. I think it was theater too. I think it was theater mm, did it. A hundred percent. Because yeah. I, I was like, oh, it, it, I, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. I think it's kind of neurotic. But like if, if somebody said something that they liked uh, that I did as a character that I played, I would be like, I, I think that means I can pull it off. That means I can do it in real life. So then that would just become part of my personality. Oh my gosh. That's not that's erotic. Wild. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, it sounds weird to me out loud. <laughs> I mean, I thought things like that too. I, yeah. 
I remember being as a teenager, I so desperately wanted to be sexy. I don't know why, but I just probably societal pressures, but I so desperately wanted to be sexy. And so I would do anything that I possibly could to emulate what I thought was sexy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And what it was, think was sexy. Oh no. Oh, yeah. What did you, <laughs> well, what, I worked, I worked out a lot. Rundown? Can't, oh, I worked Cameron, out a us, lot. Give us sexy <laughs> tips. Okay. And like, I just, <laughs> I tried not to smile. Too much. <laughs> oh no. This, this went on for a very short period before I realized that that was just the antithesis of who I am. So like not possible to maintain, but boy, did I try. And like, I would just, I would, I would just try and maintain space. And basically what I was trying, what I was, should have learned was like, if I was being myself, what I wanted would have come through, but I was trying all of these other things to yeah. make it happen. Speaking of which, <laughs> my other comment was, oh, yes. oh I, yeah. I have this bit that I do where I say, do not feed me tequila because all of the 14 filters that I have precariously installed over my lifetime will fail simultaneously, which is true mm-hmm. that I suddenly become a not very nice person. What? Tequila is a mind altering drug. So like I mean we're talking three shots, yeah, but like tequila's my tequila's my favorite. <laughs> it is a mind altering drug. It has a tendency yeah. to bring out what you don't normally show. It's made but by like, worms or whatever. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's made by worms. It's made by worms. <laughs> but like what? <laughs> in regard to this conversation, are do you view filters as an enhancement or something? Uh, it depends. <laughs> a denounce. Nope, that's not the like word. Like something that for. takes away authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Of, of authenticity. Mm. A, hind- a hindrance of authenticity. Oh, I have some hindrance. There have we some... go. What a, a lovely word that is. I have some opinions. I think it depends. I, I can't wait. Tessa, do it. Is this okay? Yes. I. <laughs> no, it's not. I filters going somebody. up. You're the boss here. Come on. Oh, yeah, I'm taking yeah, down these the filters. That's right. I'm the boss. Um. It was a boss. Um, I dated somebody who was like notoriously like, I say it like it is. And, um, you know, I don't have, I don't filter what I say. And firstly, what a terrible time I had. But secondly, (laughs) most of the time they were using that as an excuse to say things that were cruel. Be an asshole. And, and like, so I feel like if you're filter, use a filter to avoid cruelty, unnecessary cruelty. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but I think sometimes I have too many filters so that people feel like they can't necessarily trust what I say because I've filtered it too much. Mm-hmm. So I can so I swing the other way maybe too far where I'm like, people are like, well, Tessa's just too complimentary, so we can't trust her honest opinion. But I'll tell people like, this is my honest opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, yeah, you said that last time. And I looked like a herring, not a person. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going for herring. Yeah. Yes, that's what I thought. For a herring, you looked beautiful. Right. <laughs> Didn't you not say, do I look good for a herring? That was my herring. <laughs> that's what you said to me. Um, uh, I agree with you, Tessa. Uh, I, I, think, I think that is so much it's so much more often used as an excuse to just say terrible things and be a terrible person um, and not take accountability for it. 
Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, this, is just, this is just who I am. This is, you have to deal with it. And it's right. like, no, 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 no. You no. can grow up. You can grow up and you can do better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't need and to it, say any of those things. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's not, I don't think, because when their thoughts, when their thoughts, they're just your thoughts and your private internal mind is your own business, you know? So it's like, absolutely. So it's like, if you have those thoughts and I think we all do, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, those are totally, totally valid. And it's not, it's not wrong to think terrible things or bad things or like mean things or cruel things, but it is, it is, that's the first filter. And I think that is a very necessary and important filter. It's the filter that says like, well, okay, you can have that thought, but now what do you do with it? Or like, how do you actually, um, how do you actually confront the world? How do you deal with the world? Right. We're trying to, how do you make it constructive? make right we're trying to teach that to this kid that i babysit because um he is extremely critical of his little sister she's four (laughs) years old and she'll be like playing a pretend game and he'll be like why are you doing that you're making stuff up you know and Mm -hmm. we've started to tell him which i think is smart that his parents came up with this and i like it (laughs) he can think critical he can think criticism in his head but he doesn't say it out loud and it's like oh thank goodness like but he still doesn't do it but as soon as they introduced that rule i was like five times a day i was like um excuse me uh you can think the criticism but you don't need to say it yeah how old old is he he's eight so it's like get off her case she's four when you were four you were a little psycho yeah Yeah, but that's about the age that they that they start to be like uh, eight is a terrible I, I've, age. I've started to, I, I can, they've learned to be like critical and not yeah, like critical and thinking, cruel. but just negative. Yeah, just cruel. Yeah, just um, cruel. Yeah. yeah. But also like, is she very good at imagining? Like how good She's is great. She? She's the oh, best. Okay. She's the best person. She um, she's one of my well, favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> she will. But, but the thing is, I don't want her to take those notes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that thing when they're like, if, if, if your words make somebody who loves to sing, stop singing, like yeah. then you're a fucking uh, asshole. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if he's like, your singing's not good. I want to punch him in the fucking oh, face sure. and throw him out a window because yeah, yeah. I want her to keep singing. Cause it makes right. me so happy. It makes her happy. <laughs> that was one of the most important things that I took away from theater school is that bad notes are worthless. <sighs> yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. And it took me a long time to unpack that, but like you don't I'm have still... to listen to bad notes. The notes are not good unless they're helpful to you. Period. Yeah. <sighs> that is so key i think i need to learn that (laughs) always worth learning it's it is always (laughs) worth learning and like you know i when i teach college i i tell them i'm like we are here to build skills this i cannot touch your talent that is between you and your maker whatever you believe biology god whatever that is between you and your maker i am here to help you build skills and we don't talk about that in school nearly enough we act like it's all talent and that when you fail it is a direct reflection of your talent and it's like nope that's not true at all these are all skills and sometimes you're going to fail and there's no such thing as bad work because you learn from it Mm -hmm. yeah that's so key i think in the theater world in you know talent is pushed so much and 
and there's nothing you can do about how much quote unquote talent you had you know or were born with or whatever but like if you if you truly think of it as a skill and skills that you have and skills that you can build and you know I think that I went to an acting class that very much was like anyone can act you do this you do this and you do this you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like you can do this everybody can get the tools for this I mean they were also like Tessa you're the best at acting (laughs) (laughs) just kidding they literally never said that (laughs) I mean I've said it before and I'll say it a hundred times again I would much rather work with an incredibly skilled actor than an incredibly talented one Mm. yeah because the talented ones are like oh I'm so great well and like great the thing is is talent can fail you and does Mm -hmm. it's not it is not infallible but like if you have skills to back it up it's never not going to be interesting on stage. Yeah. When I would teach, when I would teach improv, uh, I would say, I can't teach you to be funny. Um, you're either funny or you're not. And, uh, and that's just, that's just what it is. So what I can teach you is, um, is that you can deliver comedy on stage. Um, and if you, and how to deal with it, if it, if you don't get a laugh, like if you're not if if they don't find you funny and they don't laugh here's what you're going to do and here are the it's like what you were saying Cameron it's like here are the skills that you're going to fall back on because mm. whether you're funny or you're not the audience is also still going to have to find you funny or not yep. so you yep. know yeah so you could be like the the most fucking talented actor in the world but if like if 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 it's just like meh <laughs> I'm not I'm not enthralled by this performance and I don't care about this character then mm-hmm. all your talent is like wasted like fucking point, waste. right yeah, right waste right and I feel like you do see people who like who have been funny all their lives or like been told they're funny all their lives mm-hmm. and then they try and do improv and they yeah. have a hard time because they're there are a lot, like, there's a lot of skills at play and you need, and you just need reps, right? Just unique. get reps. Just yes. get yeah. reps. Right. There's a showmanship that you don't, you that you're not naturally going to have. No. There's, yeah. like, there's so much, there's so much stagecraft and, and technique that you need to be aware of. Um, yes. And that is unique to improv. Yeah. Right. It's unique to improv. Right. And it's, it's, yeah, you wouldn't even find it in theater necessarily. It's not in stand up for it's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Well, in stand up is a whole set of skills too. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. It's so scary. It's terrifying. I think yourself. Stand, yeah. I think stand up does, I think stand up does require a little bit more. I, the couple times that I've done it, I've had to do that thing where it's like just privately being like i'm the fucking funniest person <laughs> like this like this you have to of, feel you that have to. yeah you, you have, have, to. have to do that for to go um, out there yeah. in front of people and be like i'm gonna make you laugh right. i i was so scared of it i tried it for the first time a, like a month ago and i was so terrified because i've done and, I, and everybody was like well, it's the same as doing a one woman show you've done like 50 of those and i was like right. firstly <laughs> only it's like not. three okay <laughs> um but i was like <laughs> In those, in a one woman show, like in a theatrical setting, mm-hmm. I'm the, the, if somebody laughs, it's a great bonus for me yeah. because there's something else I'm trying to do to the audience. And that's more important to me, but with stand up, all your, like the only reaction you want. Well, I mean, obviously hopefully 
there's nuance to it, but yeah. you are out there to get the audience to laugh. That yes. is terrifying because that's what if they job. don't? Yeah, that's your all. That's your only job. And if it doesn't that's happen, then you you failed. You failed your job. You have. <sighs> it sucks. Tessa, going because this goes into the identity thing too. Do you with a one woman show? I mean, it's the old thing, right? It's like do you, you you you're the character. You're not yourself on stage, right? Well, I but think- that. Mm-hmm. because the tricky thing right because uh-huh. even I even did like more of a character when I did the stand-up because it's I need like distance sure but when I do because I do like semi-autobiographical and autobiographical work it's like yeah. a version right it's a version mm-hmm. of me that I have to right. present right that's like hopefully still got all the charm of me that I think I hope I have some. Oh yeah, Carrie's. I hope that carries over. <laughs> you have charm in spades. <laughs> oh well, that's that that and that's that's what I was gonna say about because okay, this will okay, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible way to start because now it's not gonna be interesting. Um, but because of everything we were talking about, that made me think of so the stand-up persona. The closest that I still do that where I'm like, I'm fucking great at this, is when I host. I would never mm. do that to to play an improv show. If I'm playing an improv show, I'm like, all right, got to be listening. I'm going to take care of everybody. You know, I'm the mom yeah. friend, you know, like yeah. I'm going to do this. But like if I'm hosting, I have to get the audience on, on our side and I have to make everybody feel welcome and I have to yeah. get everybody hyped up for the show. And I'm fucking good at it. Cause that's oh, I bet you skills. fucking are. Cause that's a, cause that's a, that's a set of skills that oh, I've yeah. like, learned, right? Yeah. So it's like, I can host this. I know how to do this and, and I can win an audience over like that. Oh, I bet um, you can. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you. But what I was going to say is, is, uh, is that, is that a, I think that's a good part of your persona. And I think that's that one of those filters that like I don't filter that into myself all the time, but maybe I should because that might be me at one of my best. That's a fair consideration. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Because I, I yeah. said almost Sorry. the exact same thing about like, oh, when I'm host, if I'm hosting a show, that's like who I really am, but I have to tone it down for the world. Why do I have to tone it down for the world? Right. I shouldn't have to tone it down for the world. You shouldn't. Right. And neither should you. Well, and I agree. I mean, I don't, you? I, I, I agree with you completely. I don't improv, but when I am teaching or doing something in front of a group of people, like yeah. I musical directed this year, which I haven't done in a long time, <laughs> but it's the same. I got up in front of people and was excited and funny and made sure that they were excited about what they were doing because mm-hmm. it's so important. So like, it's the same thing. And I just, mm. over the years, I've realized that that's, I need to be more of that. That's, that is yeah. one of the better parts of me. Those skills yeah. are unique and useful and yeah. Yeah, the skill to amp people up and like delight. That's what I want to do. I want to delight people. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it's about is delighting people. Mm-hmm. Everything that we all do is about delighting people. Literally right now, we're trying to delight you. We sure are. Are you delighted? Um, are, you, delighted? are you not delighted? Are you not delighted? Real oh. quick, side note. When did you first realize you were funny or where did that skill come from? Oh, <laughs> go ahead. David knows immediately. Go, go. I mean, all, always. I'm fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
like, I like it was very early on. It was I was I was like a, I was a toddler practically. I feel like you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was a kid and I I took my dad's hat and put it on my head <laughs> and I like walked into the dining room I think and I like tried to walk like my dad and I was like I'm Sean Flannery I'm here to pick up Pam Flannery from work and my parents laughed and I was like fucking hell yeah <laughs> nailed it hell yeah yeah impressions that's what I'm good at <laughs> I <laughs> And this is probably obvious, but I don't, I was a shy kid and I come from a long line of funny. Like everyone in my family is funny. Both of my parents were funny. All of my grandparents were funny. My brother was funny. My sister was funny. And I remember making people laugh, but I don't remember it being specific. And then Mm. the first time I remember being able to do it and do it on command was in middle school when I was being particularly bullied and it shut people up. And mm. I found that skill incredibly useful, which coincidentally is why you shouldn't make me drink tequila because I will destroy <laughs> you psychologically. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot. I've made it happen. Wrinkles. It's not fun. I'm, I'm not proud. For but my own self. I don't, you shouldn't be. I don't drink tequila around dear friends for just this reason. Oh, but like, cause you don't want to tear us down. No. <laughs> But I you would know, never. You know how you. You know how you're. Good. You know how you could. I mean, you know you have it inside do, you that you could. <laughs> I, I do. I. I have it within me to destroy anyone, like <laughs> fundamentally. And Cameron, why haven't you taken over? <laughs> <laughs> because that's not who I want to be. Oh. That is not who I am on a daily basis. That was a defense mechanism, yeah. which not, I can still have overboard. access to. But like, right. it's not mm-hmm. a weapon that I'm proud of. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the, you have the overlord filter. I have the overlord <laughs> filter. <laughs> I could I could I could take everybody out, but I won't because I'm choosing I, not to. I have my because I, I like ad- people because I adore people mm-hmm. because they're what makes life worth living. I don't really enjoy even even the people that I did destroy. I felt terrible about it. Like mm-hmm. that oh, scene in You Got Mail. It. They deserved it. They that deserved scene. It. <laughs> The scene in You've Got it's Mail you, where Meg Ryan finally <laughs> tells Tom Hanks to fuck off. Yeah, and then, and then, she, feels and then she writes about it. the email was, and is like, you I was were like, right. That was my story. <laughs> oh, that's a great moment in the, a great movie. I agree. Got, great moment, great movie. I agree. I agree. Oh, but yeah, I just, I was curious because I do remember being funny and making people laugh, but I don't have a specific moment. And it wasn't until I was able to harness this for my own benefit that I recall which probably tells far more about me than i should but um (laughs) it's just your superpower your evil superpower my evil superpower (laughs) i find it incredibly interesting because all of the people that i know and love are funny and it's so important to me you know even and it's like all different kinds Mm -hmm. of humor they're you know i Mm -hmm. And I love it all is the thing, like from the worst puns to the highest of high art comedy. I love it all. It makes, it all makes me laugh out loud. It's my favorite. And so I just, you know, and maybe that's, maybe that's why I adore you both so much is because you appreciate all the comedies. (laughs) I do appreciate all the comedy. It's funny. I don't appreciate anything as much as I appreciate David's shiny, shiny hair. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. It. It's beautiful. It it's is beautiful. Speaking of beautiful hair, 
oh. that brings us <laughs> oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to this week's episode of Shipping slash Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you know exactly? My, How dare I know? Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Modus operandi. Um, I mean, I would honestly like to start with either the Marvel or the Star Wars universe, since both of those have been brought up organically. Okay. We already talked about Poe and Finn, which travesty. Mm-hmm, but uh, oh, I know what a letdown. <laughs> as far as shipping goes, but like, who else in the Star Wars universe do you ship? Um, Luke and Han, Han and Chewbacca. <laughs> I think Han. I think Han and Lando had a thing. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it was a very. I, lo- I don't think it was like a long that. affair. I think it was like a brief, like it was a brief tryst of something. Mm-hmm. But it was like enough. It was enough for both of them because I feel like they both live that kind of lifestyle. That's like. Fast oh, and loose. Yeah. So yeah, very fast it, and loose. It didn't, it didn't need to be fast a long relationship. Loose. It was like, no, this was it. It was like a week. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. They were like definitely like at a long poker tournament yeah. or something and just like yeah. hung out afterwards. Had too many drinks at the bar and like, mm-hmm. ah, that's I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. <laughs> yes, wouldn't have gotten that otherwise. <laughs> In the I thought movies. a weird I thought a weird alien attacked them. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody watched um Toast of London just out of interest? No. No. Oh, it's a comedy. It's like got a lot oh. of stuff that's bad about it, but some of it's very funny. And there's this bit where they're doing voice they're doing dubbing voiceover mm-hmm. work cuz they're actors and they're these two like rival actors and they have to dub um a scene of two guys like kissing and they literally are like because <laughs> they're like making the sounds of kissing there's no need to because you don't have to translate that you know right. but they're like, <laughs> it's just so bad and gross and so funny it's so funny anyway remarkable I, do you know yours cameron <laughs> i mean <laughs> i i seconded the <laughs> Oh, Mary. Um, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop doing it now. <laughs> I can't believe it's... Jimmy Stewart kissed that way. Oh, man. Wow. Sorry. Oh, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> he kind you know what, though? He kind of does in that one scene when they, when the two of them finally kiss. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, it's a bit of a weird kiss. It, in that it's 100% movie. a weird kiss. <laughs> Because it's the one, it's the part where he's yelling at her, you know, where he, he like comes in. I don't remember what 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 uh, the catalyst is, but he comes in and he's like, "I'm not staying in this town, you know. I'm not staying. I don't, you know, and I don't care about you. And uh, you know, everybody else is gone and blah blah." And he's like yelling, and she's just like like taking it, and then they find, they just go like, "Oh, Merritt," and then they kiss, and it is a bit of a weird kiss. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Wow. 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 It sounds a little like my favorite vomit sound, which comes from the Simpsons Halloween of Horror, when oh, he's like, no. 
It's the Harry Potter episode, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, I, uh, Bart turns his toad into a half human and he goes, wow, <laughs> please kill me. Every moment I live is agony. Wow. <laughs> but like, oh. that is my go to vomit sound because I it is that. so funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, wait, what do we think about? Because I'm 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 keeping us on track. Obviously, oh, yes, you're the boss. Um, you're the boss. <laughs> Princess Leia and whoever Laura Dern played. Oh, <laughs> oh that like General Admiral, yes. Admiral, Admiral Admiral Haldo. I love that. I love. I would like that. Life Trist. Yeah, that's a yeah. Like early on, when they were both like lower ranked in the Resistance. Oh no! Straight up, straight up General. No, but fucking. but now. Oh, General like now fucking? too. Oh. Yeah, straight up General. Yeah, because I mean, who's like, what's stopping them? Nothing. <laughs> they do have a super sweet moment in the on the uh when when they say goodbye to each other i they know do. you feel like maybe there's something more I, uh, yeah <laughs> i do or maybe i do feel that <laughs> maybe there was there doesn't yeah. seem to be much romance in the star wars universe if we're being honest like yeah. good, it's yeah. brushed off so maybe everyone just by nature of being from this galaxy far far away is like that was great okay bye yeah <laughs> oh yeah maybe St- yeah star wars also very wondrously a little asexual a little sexless Mm. a little sexless which is a shame oh is it though maybe that's good maybe for like folks who are ace you know yeah maybe they're like great up finally a a movie where i don't have to watch these (laughs) romance storylines i follow finally i follow an ace person on tiktok and she is remarkable because she has a series called um, What the Fuck, a <laughs> romantic series. Like, just she talks about all the romantic things that n- normal people love that just make her go, What the fuck? And she like oh. breaks down both the sexually and romantic because she is married to another A-ro- ace. So she oh. she's asexual, but not a romantic. A romantic. Okay. And so wow. she and her ace partner are very happily married but they just are constantly talking about nope (laughs) and it's it's just it's a wonderful perspective i i love tiktok for that even if it's has really becoming a garbage community it's It's got it's got a lot of representation yeah it does there's there all 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 stars and stripes are on there Every single member of the Alphabet Mafia is on there in spades, <laughs> and we love it. We love it. Um, what about the Marvel Universe? Who do you ship? Captain Marvel and the other lady. <laughs> no, the other main lady in Captain Marvel's Whoa. movie. Yes, I mean, that one's lovely. Wait, What's her what? name? Oh, Captain Marvel and, oh, the other woman. She, in she was also Captain Marvel for a while. <gasps> Gemma what? Chan's character? Yes. They don't like each other, though, right? Is that... I didn't totally understand the story. No, they were best friends. Of and Captain she Marvel? Just, she felt a bit... There were abandonment issues. Yeah. yeah there were Yeah, but I feel like... You but know. they were best friends and probably more. <laughs> That's what I feel like. The his- But Marvel wouldn't say... Right. History's best friends? Again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Roommates. Yeah. Roommates. <laughs> they were good friends. <laughs> Side note, I um I follow oh, history's history's roommates. <laughs> history's roommates. I follow a wonderful creator on YouTube 
named Jessica Kelgren Fozard. And she is wonderful because she dresses vintage because it makes her happy, but she and her wife just had a baby. But she does queer history and she talks about all of these people and she's like, they were obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Eleanor Roosevelt and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just, she breaks it down. (laughs) Like, yeah. And she's like, yes, history says they were roommates, but we know otherwise. Oh, yeah. She's the best. I would highly recommend a follow. Um, I gotta go check it out. Back to shipping. I want nothing more than Captain America and Iron Man to fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh, the tension <laughs> between those two. Ay ay ay. Um, that'll that that uh, we'll do the the trio then. Um, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> oh my god. Captain America. Oh no. Iron Man. Oh gosh. Thor. Oh Thor. <gasps> Thor. Yeah. As played in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As played by Chris Hemsworth. Oh my okay. gosh! Oh my gosh! This well, is then we'll so have to do the three Chris's as well. <laughs> hard. We could do the three Chris's. <laughs> it's really tough. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, that is really hard. <laughs> I would imagine that Captain would be shiver- would be chivalrous, Chival- chivalrous. There we go. Mm-hmm. He'd offer himself up to die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, the entire process would be chivalrous. Yes, yes, yes. He's a gent. He's a he's a true gent. Ah, uh, yeah. I I got I never in a million years thought I'd say this. I gotta marry Captain America. I gotta marry him. Hell yeah. He's Good. gonna love you forever. Yeah. He's going to go back in time and be old and sacrifice all his powers. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, who to kill and who to fuck? Oh, no. I mean... <sighs> I, I think I'm also going to have to marry Captain. There you go. Marry Cap. And I think I'm going to fuck Thor because you could fuck the God of Thunder. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! That's gonna be yeah. magical. And kill mm. Iron Man because he is great, but he dies anyway, and is kind of a dick. <laughs> See, that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna take a take a different direction. Oh, you're gonna fuck Iron Man? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Iron Man because, like, he's done it a lot. Like, he's gonna be, good. you know what I mean? I think he's, he's gonna, gonna be good at it. Be good. Be good at it. <laughs> And I think Thor would be like in his head about being the god of thunder. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. feel like oh, I have something to prove. Whereas, like, Tony right. Stark has nothing left to prove. He's just a machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, he already is great. <laughs> yeah, he feels he feels it. <laughs> Mule near to I the nipples. To... That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too much. <laughs> no, I let my filter down. I, mean, I can destroy the could, world. <laughs> when you're when you're with. Tony, you could do it in the air, in the sky, in any of his cool like places that he owns, you know? Yeah. Also with yeah. Thor, though. <laughs> Thor can fly. Yeah, but he's got to be swinging the hammer, doesn't he? <laughs> no, he swings but the hammer to take off and then goes wherever. So, like, you, oh, but, oh. You, but with Iron Man, you could each be wearing <laughs> one of the suits. <laughs> suit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. mechanical enhancement. I didn't think about that. Yeah. My answer's yeah. still the same. And I think the suit, you can achieve the same Molnir effect on your nips. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's probably that's probably programmed in. I mean, you know, probably. Tony Stark, that's programmed in. Yeah, Jarvis, <laughs> excite the nips, please. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> Very good, sir. One jolt or three. 
<laughs> Crank it. No. <laughs> oh, David, what's your answer? Oh, incredible. Um, I would uh I would marry Cap. Hey. Um, and I and I I I I think I'd agree with I think I would agree with Tessa. Fine. Yeah, I don't know. It, no. it is it is tough. It's a tough one. It is a tough, it's one. a tough one. I think I think I would have to go with that. I think I'd have to I'd I'd, I'd fuck Tony and 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 kill Thor. Well, Sorry, he's he's a god, so it's fine. He'll be he's back. He's a god. He'll probably come back. Yeah. He'll All right, we gotta back. do we gotta do at least three ladies now, just for evenness and Marvel. We do. <laughs> yes, please um, think of three ladies that are in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're sitting here. I was like, who can we get? So, yeah. well, Black Widow probably. We should uh-huh. include her. Black Widow, Captain Marvel, and Scarlet Witch. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah. Nice. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Yes. 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 There you go. Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> Boy, that one's hard too. I'm gonna marry Captain Marvel. Oh, you like that? You like that uh, sense of humor, don't you? <laughs> I do. I love a dry, witty sense of humor and like sort of, t- sort of like tough. You know, yeah, a little yeah. bit she of. She does tough have a swagger. Swagger, yeah. She's swag. I think I, I think I kill Scarlet Witch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's well. like sad. You know, she's like sad and. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> so She's had a hard means, life. I'm Looking gonna... for baggage that goes with mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't have time for it. So I'm going to bang Black Widow and kill Scarlet Witch. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I would also marry Captain Marvel. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I definitely would. And oh, actually, God, that's so hard. Two of the most powerful women in the known universe. Yeah. And you're gonna have to kill one of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to fuck the Scarlet Witch. Because imagine what that could be. Wow. Literally anything. Wow. And then <laughs> yeah, sorry. Be. Sorry, Scarlett Johansson, but Black sorry, Widow has Joe. to die. Yeah. It's okay. You're remarkable. Wow. Wow. We all have different answers. Yay. I, I would kill Captain Marvel. What? <gasps> the most beautiful one? I know. I know. Well, I mean, r- remember we had this we had this distinction last time. Yeah. I have to do it based on the character. I can't I can't in my okay. mind base it off of Brie Larson's looks because Brie Larson is is uh is uh, a beautiful and a wonderful so person. Beautiful. But uh, yeah, I can't base it on that. I have to base it on just imagining this like abstract character, because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise that gets weird. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, I'd have to kill Captain Marvel. A <laughs> fuck, a fuck Black Widow. Nice. Oh, because I like the sense of she could kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could. And then I'm gonna go ahead and marry Scarlet Witch. Wow, that seems crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But like, she's also. But she's I love gonna her, be a. But I love, love a powerful intense. sad girl. Her love is intense. I oh. love a powerful sad girl. <laughs> wow, 
Wow. I mean, would 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 it still be the same if she insisted she made you look like Vision? Oh. I would be fine with that. I what? would honest, I would be fine. Yeah. Cause also no, do not let her rearrange her molecules. Dude. <laughs> I get to look like, I get to look like vision if I get vision's <laughs> powers too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I get real Pittsburgh. Dude, do not let her mess with your molecules. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> Just say no to Scarlet Witch. Go downtown, no. meet a nice lady. Take her for some pierogies or some permanies. <laughs> you know, and go home and go to sleep. <laughs> I, I know I know that I've irked Tessa when when the when the when, when the, the Pittsburgh when the comes home out. accent. Yeah, when the home accent comes out. <laughs> oh my she god. You guys are gonna no, dude. Does not appreciate my choice of marrying the most powerful woman in the world. <laughs> I mean, it is arguable. She is she is one of the most powerful mutants in existence, but True. so is Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel <laughs> can go in space without a, without a space helmet. <laughs> she also has access to all known energy. So, like, I mean, that would be that would be a hell the of a battle. hallmark of power. <laughs> no Truly, helmet. though. No Do you remember? <laughs> did anybody read the short? There's a science fiction story. I took a science fiction class in high school. Amazing. And we read a lot of great shorts. Uh, and there was a short story about um, humanity sends, humanity discovers life on a moon of Jupiter. And they're like, uh, well, we're going to destroy humanity. Humanity sends Good. some robots to like interact and to like learn more about this alien species mm -hmm. and the robots like arrive in a ship that doesn't have like an atmosphere, you know, it doesn't need one. Cause they're robots. They like stir molten, like, like, like take a sample of a molten kind of metal just like by sticking their like robot arm in. Yeah. And then they do like some other thing. And then the aliens are like, uh, uh, like truce, truce, truce. Like we don't want to go to war with humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And then the robots are like, great. And then they get in the ship and they're flying back and they're like, we just realized we never told them we weren't humans. And so it's a great short. Anyway. Oh, that is a great oh, short. That's interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's lovely. Yeah. So anyway, that's why being able to go in space without a space helmet <laughs> is one of the most powerful powers. I mean, yeah. it is. She does okay. technically have a she does technically have a space suit. <laughs> but it doesn't have a helmet. It does not have a it big has a transformer helmet. helmet. It is just so small. It's yeah. just so small. It's a but that's not tiny. for breathing. That's not for breathing. That's, that's for not. space bugs. It's for breathing. Keep space bugs out of her eyes yeah. when she is flying so fast. Yeah. That's I do apologize. My favorite, that's always my favorite. Uh, like. Um, uh, I don't know what you call it, but like the nitpicker logic of of no of no fantasy. yeah like no we can't do that. Uh, the the one that I love is is like when people fly in superhero movies. It's like how do they not get bugs stuck in their <laughs> mouth and face? And it's like they don't because it's a story. Okay. Yep. 100%. Oh, my other favorite is that like a space battle would be completely silent because sound oh. can't travel in a vacuum. Yep. I yeah. love I love that. I'm like. No, we oh. got to keep putting sound effects in. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it would be really fun to do it just once and see how people react. Yeah. yeah. To do a silent space battle. 
Yes. <laughs> but like, did you both? Did you both see? This is so off a tangent. Uh, you can cut this out if we if it's irrelevant. Um, but um, have you seen Last Jedi, Star Wars, Last Jedi? Yes. Yeah. So that's Admiral Haldo. Oh, that's right. Um, with Laura Dern. Um, but in the opening scene, the bombs. Uh, drop out of oh, the yeah. out of the thing, and they drop the onto bomber. the dreadnought to explode yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All my friends saw it, and they were like, "Oh, but they're, they're in space!" And it's like, guys, first of all, like, stop nitpicking it. It's a story. Like, it's they're a trying movie. to say gravity wouldn't drop the. Yeah, and that's also oh. wrong. Gravity doesn't work like that. It doesn't come out of a ship, and everything would just suddenly go like that it keeps going on the momentum that it's on mm-hmm. so because yeah, yeah. they're being dropped they will continue to drop even if there's suddenly yeah. no gravity it doesn't just suddenly go yeah. space ballet <laughs> like, <laughs> like you guys can, you guys can't complain about this and then also be wrong about how what you're complaining about works yes 100 yeah you can't not know science and complain about the science of science fiction yeah, yeah no this is staying in because uh, <laughs> things just suddenly don't go, ooh, space ballet is also t-shirt worthy. <laughs> I have one also off-topic thing to say about The Last Jedi, okay? I promise. Yes. Oh. It's the last thing. It's on topic about The Last Jedi. So the only reason I am thinking about this movie is because I watched it with my sister. It was like on TV and we watched it when I was home recently. Mm. And I don't know if she's going to be mad that I'm sharing this song that I, we made up. Well, we started saying... <laughs> It, last year I would be great to adapt into a rock opera and because Luke has got some like badass lines and he says right it's time for the Jedi to end and we said it like this it's time for the Jedi to end and I keep forgetting that we just made that up and I'll have it in my head and be like what is that jam that is a great that? jam it's time for the Jedi to end <laughs> Pops in my head, spends spends a day rolling around in there. Oh, uh, I think you get an extra. I think that's there's an extra burst from that. Though. I think so too. You get like, you know, you get like, you're like, oh man, what is that? And then you're like, oh yeah, I made that. I up. made. That. I made that up. <laughs> that didn't exist before I thought of it. <laughs> Which is why we do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Validate me. I love it. Um. I love the idea that we can also only talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi inside tangents that may get cut out. <laughs> Typical. 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 <laughs> Sorry, cut for time. Yeah, um, anyway. Shit, what was I going to say? It's gone. Oh, oh well. No. It's fine. It'll probably come back halfway through our next topic. Uh, three Chris's Go. <laughs> Wait, which of the which of the which? Oh, it's Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris oh. Hemsworth. Oh. Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh. That's right. So okay. it's Captain Thor and Captain America, Thor and uh, Star Lord. Yeah, Star Lord. That's his name. I was like, wait. Uh, kill Chris Pratt. Sorry. Yeah, kill Chris Pratt. <laughs> Immediately kill Chris. Pratt. Sorry, kill Chris Pratt. I also now- don't. Star Lord is not particular. I, I like Guardians, but I don't. I, I, I'm not particularly jazzed about star lord anyway yeah you know, yeah you know. chris pratt as star lord whatever but i mean like, com- he was charming in to like... thor and captain oh, yeah. america yeah. right right who are who are like who are charming and more you know yes. right i don't know now i have the chance to 
Fuck Thor. Yes. Same, <laughs> and I'm same. gonna continue to marry Chris Evans. Like always marry yeah, Captain no. America. Always, always marry Captain America. Always marry Scotty, always marry Captain America. Because I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Plus also I think actually always marry Chris Evans. Yeah. Like he's just yeah. great. Isn't he great? Oh, man. I don't want to build him up too ah, much. Chris I'm Chris Evans. I can't do it. I, do it. I was trying to do it. You're just Chris Evans, like silently putting his hand out to like help someone do a thing, but not in an attention-seeking way, in just a truly generous, oh, helpful just, way. Just trying to help. Oh man, just trying to help. <laughs> That's not oh it at all. And it's like all. little face. Oh, He's and great. even he looks good with a beard, which I'm gonna say, not a lot of men can pull off beards, in my yeah. opinion. Yes, yes. No. You've, we've talked about this. Yeah, you were talking about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, I guess I'm no, bisexual. <laughs> I don't love beards. Okay. <laughs> the two the two genders are no beard and beard. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what I don't love tell you beards. What. No, I don't love beards. <laughs> I don't fuck beards. <laughs> Boy, we're killing it in the t-shirt game, y'all. I love, um, I love his beard in um uh Snow in, Piercer. In, uh, not Civil War. Um Snowpiercer? No. Oh, sorry. You're talking about a Marvel movie. I was talking about a Marvel movie, but sorry, a Snowpiercer beard is good too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a damn good beard. beard. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just started thinking about Chris Evans. <laughs> I mean, fair. Does everyone need a minute? <laughs> Does anything change? If it's if it's um, we take so we've we've universally killed Chris Pratt. So if I take Chris Pratt out, and I'm just and I'm just talking about the Chris's now, not their characters. Um, but he came up last time too because we we're talking about Captain James T. Kirk. If it's Chris Pine, oh, Chris, oh yeah. Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, does that change anything for y'all? Yes, uh, yeah. I'm killing Chris Hemsworth. And I am fucking Chris Pine, and I'm still uh-huh. gonna marry Chris Evans. There it is. Okay, great. Chris Pine can do whatever <sighs> he wants to me at <laughs> for one night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only. <laughs> do not call me afterwards, Chris. Pine. <laughs> Chris, Pine. I know I'm unforgettable, but god damn it, Chris Pine, you have got to stop calling me. <laughs> that's it. T- was one that's night. That's the T-shirt I want. That's the T-shirt I want. Chris Pine, you have got to stop calling me. <laughs> we would probably get sued. I don't know how litigious we would get Chris sued. Pine is. But... He's very litigious because he keeps calling me. <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot let it lie. Uh, I, I might have to completely change my answer. Oh, here Ooh. we go. Here Uh-oh. we go. He's gonna marry I think Chris I would Pine. marry Chris Pine. Oh my goodness. Fuck Chris Hemsworth. Wow. <gasps> You're going to kill, kill no, no, no. You're not going to yeah. kill the angel of the earth, Chris I think Evans. I would. Then we can all mourn him together. Oh my gosh, I do not want to mourn my husband. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. David? Uh, uh, I, would, I would marry, oh man. Mm. I would, I think I would still marry Chris Evans. Yeah. Always marrying Chris Evans. Oh no. Maybe I, ABC no. always be marrying Chris Evans. No, you ABC. know no oh <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's the ABCs of FMK. Um no, you know what? It bit of a, a dep- I think I marry Chris Pine. I ah, Chris um, Evans. 
sorry i'm gonna fuck your husband oh um, my God. and then <laughs> and then i'll i'll kill chris Hemsworth. we're still just like sorry chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah chris hemsworth would i this is the thing like i just want to point out like i would not say no if chris hemsworth came out knocking on my door right now oh. i just you know when you have to kill someone <laughs> unfortunately yeah. he you're is just getting fo- axed. you're following the rules of the game i'm following the it's, rules it's, it's, following it's nothing the rules personal it's nothing personal against no me. no it's nothing personal it's absolutely nothing personal the the important the key part of it is the time like the thing that people should take away from it is mm-hmm. the time it took for us to arrive at our answer mm-hmm. that's right. the pride that people should right. take right <laughs> It's like, yeah. Chris, like Chris Hemsworth, if you were to hear it and like, and it first is he's like, gonna oh, hear this. if you took it, he's definitely going to hear it. I'm sending it to him when we're done. <laughs> via Twitter. Via Twitter. Oh my gosh. But via DMs. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. We're DMing. Well, uh, yeah, I'm DMing. Uh, right um, uh, no, but if he, if he, if he heard it, and he took it personally that he was like, oh, they killed I'll do Chris Thumbsworth. That Oh, they killed me. <laughs> um, that's, not, that's not good at all. Um, but he, what he should take away is that like, oh, they took a long time to answer that question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of us. So- <laughs> Here's, but I will say, I will say before I killed Chris Hemsworth, yeah. I would kiss him, kiss him <laughs> like this. A little kiss. <laughs> Where you end it. That's where you would Daenerys Targaryen him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I would love to switch to my favorite branch of the Marvel universe, real quick. Okay. Which is where I live X-Men. and breathe, X Men. Yep. Yes. Oh boy. boy oh boy. boy. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to. F- I'm going to fuck all of them. Yeah, no, same. Uh, Storm, Jean Grey, and Rogue. Go. Jean Grey and Rogue. We're talking like original comics or are we talking animated series? Are we talking, okay. I mean, I do love the animated animated series. Me too. Have you ever seen seen the, um, oh, I think it's blunt trailers or that's honest trailers. Honest trailers. Oh. <laughs> of the X-Men animated series. Yes. No. I'm going to have to send it to you immediately after me. this because it's one of my favorite things because it talks about uh how Jean is always Scott orgasming. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jean uh, is, uh, is useless on the show. <laughs> yes. It's Scott just... and how Jean and Scott are constantly sh- yelling each other's names. <laughs> Jean! <Yeah>. Scott! <laughs> Gene Scott. <laughs> um, it's my favorite. Uh, Let's go animated series. What the hell? Yeah, yes, it's also, yes. yeah. It's also tough because I can't unsee like Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. That's or... fair. Right, right. And then it feels weird, doesn't it? It feels a little weird. Who was the third one? Oh, Rogue. Rogue. Um. Rogue. Oh man, if we're going on animated series. <laughs> <laughs> Animated What's, series. Hmm. I got. I'm gonna marry Storm. I'm gonna call that right now. Yeah, for sure. Same of the animated series. I marry Storm. Queen. She's queen. She's the best. She's. Ugh. And then. I guess I'm gonna. Oh, I. 
<laughs> oh wait, well we can't. I was gonna say you're missing. We him. can't fuck Rogue. She can't hasn't mastered her powers yet. If you fuck her, right. you will die. Okay. She kills Rogue. By animated, she has by the man, animated series. Mm-mm, not in the beginning. Like at the end, she has mastered what? her powers. And she and she wears the gloves, right? Yeah. yeah, she just has to keep the gloves on. But what about her vagine? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she can't kiss anyone. She can't either. wear a glove. She kissed her vagine. She kissed no. <laughs> I wouldn't trust a condom. <laughs> no, that's not gonna be enough to protect no. you. Okay, so we gotta kill Rogue. Yep, gotta kill Rogue. And we gotta fuck Jean. Yep. <laughs> and she's gonna scream Scott while we do it. <laughs> she is, and that's okay. <laughs> Are you okay, David? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I've never had to get, get away from me so hard. <laughs> I can't recover. <laughs> I can't. Ugh. Cut the feed. Um, uh, Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, the Vagine Gray. Okay. Um, there we go. I get back in with a pun. Um, uh, I, 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 yeah, I guess I'll have to agree with you guys. Because I don't remember. I don't remember what day it's it is. Sound I don't remember, logic. I don't remember what universe I'm in. I don't remember who I am. I'll just agree with you guys. Yeah. Other X Men right. pairings go. <laughs> um, pairings or or triplets. Uh, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> oh, um, well, we should do Wolverine eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, eyeballs. Should we do Beast? Ooh, yes. That's Ooh, fun, huh? Beast, Cyclops, and, and Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, I got my answer. <laughs> go, you go first. I would marry Beast. I would fuck Cyclops. And I would kill Wolverine. Wow. Oh, we're if so this alive, is the animated except... series. If this is the animated series. <sighs> if yes. it is the movie, that's a very different answer. <laughs> animated series. Because I would kill Kelsey Grammer. I'm... Oh, wait, Kelsey Grammer played Wolverine? I thought Kelsey Grammer played No, Beast. no, he played Beast in... Oh, okay. Okay, okay. In that I third would, one that we don't speak about. I would marry Beast as well, but I would fuck Wolverine and kill Cyclops. <laughs> I would marry Cyclops. <laughs> oh. What? And fuck Beast. Wow, kill, and kill, kill Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Wow. He was kind of gruff in the animated series. Yeah, that's why. Especially because they wouldn't let him let him swear. You egg sucking yeah. piece of trash. <laughs> yeah. Oh nope nope egg sucking piece of gutter trash. There yeah. we go. Incredible, Got it. incredibly, <laughs> incredibly creative swearing on children's shows. Uh -huh. My favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> Oh, why don't you go outside? <laughs> Just incredible stuff. In incredible. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're up, David. <laughs> I'm up. Uh, what am I doing? What did X Men? Beast? Apparently, oh, the animated oh, another series. Set, another set. Another oh, yep. a different set. Oh, god. Okay. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> um. You're the boss, David. Uh, I know. I am the boss now. I'm holding the yeah, boss. Yeah, you're the stick. boss. <sighs> Gate, gaslight, gatekeeping, girl boss. Here I am. Um, 
<laughs> of course uh, you are. <laughs> uh, and I am a dwarf. <laughs> we made those gates, you know. <laughs> we built them. They were strong. We built them. They lasted a hundred years. Made out of adamantine mithril, they are. <laughs> adamantine mithril. And scotch. You wouldn't even get you wouldn't even get through them with a you wouldn't get through them with a with a Poseidon's bow. <laughs> um uh I've officially lost my mind. Uh uh let's go let's do villains. Um Ooh. Uh, uh Mystique. <laughs> oh. Um uh uh I'm trying to uh, hang on. Mystique um Magneto. Duh. Oh, uh, Sabretooth? Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Apocalypse, but then I was like, I feel like everybody would kill Apocalypse. <laughs> just for the benefit of humanity. We have to. Yeah, oh, yeah, just because. <laughs> Sabretooth. Okay, Sabretooth. Fascinating. It's oh, ethically correct to kill Apocalypse, so. You know. But if it was <laughs> <Yeah>. movie Apocalypse... <laughs> Because <laughs> it's Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yep. It's Poe under there. It is Poe under oh. there. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's Sabretooth. I'll say Sabretooth. 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 What about one of those, uh, instead of Sabretooth, oh. one of those oh. Sentinels. Oh, Sentinels. Sentinel. A Sentinel. <laughs> you can only fuck a Sentinel. You can't kill a Sentinel. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Okay, okay. You're only allowed to fuck it. And you can't marry, or marry it. it? That, no, oh, you're not allowed to marry fine, robots. Fine, fine, fine. I mean, <laughs> it's not sanctioned. It's not sanctioned. It's not allowed, guys. <laughs> Who are you to tell me what I can and can't do? I'm the boss right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. David's the boss. Do not forget that camera. We almost, we didn't do, we could have done androids too in the, in the oh, other one yeah. in the Marvel universe because we could have done Ultron <laughs> Vision. <laughs> oh, we still can. We still can. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, so there you go, Silver Surfer. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, he's is, a being, but basically, right? Basically, is Liev Schreiber for reference? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. This changes the, things because in the comics he's like, or in the cartoon he's a he's that weird, crazy like he's got like the big mullet <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Sabretooth is insane in the comic, in the cartoon. He is. (laughs) And his voice is like Wolverine's, but it's higher. (laughs) He just growls a lot up here. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) You can't tell. What a great show. like my Sabretooth impression. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Can Um, we talk to Sabretooth right now? (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, okay. that's all I got. <clears throat> I'm gonna fuck Mystique. There you go. I think I'm gonna marry Magneto and kill Sabretooth. Ooh. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Interesting. Fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's what I would go with as well. <gasps> Great. It's funny because Magneto came up last time, and you had a very different answer. <laughs> Me? Yes. <laughs> Well, that's oh, when Magneto, we were oh, that's okay. oh up against, right. <laughs> up against Gandalf. Yeah, up against, <laughs> up against Ian McKellen's Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Come on. That's Come the on. other thing. I I like. That's the other thing I will say too. It's like I like Ian McKellen. I love I love Ian McKellen. 
Um, I, I, I don't love his Magneto as much as the cartoon Magneto or like mm. even comics Magneto. I think Ian McKellen's Magneto is a little, I don't know. It's it, it, there's there's something missing for me. I I agree with you, but like he makes up for it when he's paired with Patrick Stewart because yes. that's everything oh, I could have right. ever hoped. Sure, for sure. Right, like who else? I don't know that there's anybody else I would want in that role. Right. But I hear what you're saying because that that reflects on them. That reflects well on them. Of like, I can believe that they're friends because they are friends. Yep. You know? Yeah. And that's not, there's no acting involved. It's it's like, this is, it's heartbreaking to watch an actual friendship, like, fall yeah. apart. That's what, that's yeah. what Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy are missing. Because I love their they interpretation don't, I of the character, too. But I don't believe they're friends. I don't believe they're friends either. Yeah. Nope. Interesting. I, I believe that they're very much in conflict with each other. That's, uh, and that's good for them to convey. But I don't believe they're friends. Hundred percent. Did you say Cameron? No, I haven't yet. Um, I would. <laughs> I think I would. Uh, he looks up dramatically into the. Dramatically, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to fuck Magneto, marry Mystique, and Ooh. kill Sabretooth. Nice. So we nice, all end up killing nice. Sabretooth anyway. I should have just gone with Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's animated... We'll never I, know yeah. what would have happened. We'll never know. Uh, <laughs> might have we'll been a hell know. of a thing, but like... I don't know. Mystique is intriguing. Yeah. It would be an interesting married life. Hmm. She's a fun one. It's okay if we go to sleep now. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're the boss now. If you're you want to go to sleep, you can go to sleep. <laughs> I'm the worst. I like made us made you all wait for me, and then I was like, oh, oh sleepy. We had a great no, time. No, um, totally good. But yeah, we can totally sign off. We've been recording for quite some time. We have a lot of content here. Yeah, you might be able to make two episodes out of this. Yeah, <gasps> it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> on that note, thank That's you for listening, everyone, to Omni Bilateral Panic. <laughs> I'm Cameron, unfortunately. I'm David, telling you to take a book. It's all it's all in there. So shit, it. I forgot to do the stupid sign <laughs> I'm going to force it and make it a thing. <laughs> I'm Cameron signing off and saying, fuck, I forgot to do a clever sign off. <laughs> Ooh, meta, <laughs> very meta. And I'm Tessa reminding you that if it's a glass, it's breakable. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm going to send you guys goodnight kisses. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'll stop. I'll be done. I'll be done. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. It's, so it's such funny. a soul. I'm stealing bits, but you know. It doesn't you do? matter. It's, it's so, so good. It's so good. 
the best bits are the best material is stolen material. That's why it's good. So saith our Lord and Savior Stephen Sondheim. So. <laughs> and what does he know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whole lot of nothing. All right, kids. Nice. All right, cuties. Another one. <laughs>